Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Truth Hurts. Uh, this is uh, part two of, um, you know, trying to decode the truth here. Rest in peace to our brother Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace to everybody. Rest in peace uh, to everybody slain, everybody that was, uh, their lives were cut short, and blessings to everybody who has to live uh, with the pain of, of their, their loved ones. Uh, this is part two. Uh, we shot our first video uh, on April 5th, I believe it was, and that was about a week into it, and we went over numerous things. Uh, I would encourage anybody who's listening to this to go listen to that first one because the time factor, not to so you, just so you can understand some of the things I'm going to say now uh, that build on uh, what we talked about on the 5th. And basically, you know, if the truth hurts, it is exactly that. We, we're not conspiracy theorists. We are just uh, critical thinkers. That's it. We just look at things. We're looking at inconsistencies. We're looking at things that do make sense, that don't make sense, things that add up to normal stimuli and reactions and things that don't, right? Um, a guy was shot um, not too long ago um, where, uh, where I'm from. And, you know, like many of those crimes, there's certain things that come with them, right? There's just certain things you have seen over the years that like, all right, this is a, a hood shooting. But I come today because uh, it's been almost a month and, you know, really letting things develop. Obviously, one thing I didn't realize, I'm new to YouTube. So I, uh, I've seen there are a lot of these clout chasing people. People just post anything, conspiracy theories, Nipsey's not dead. It, there is a lot of suspicious stuff on that too. But for you to come out and put those kind of things into the world without concrete proof, you know, like certain times you got something that's like, this is big, it's concrete, so I can make this assumption and say, all right, we got, I'm going to do a video on Nipsey not even being alive. But without concrete proof, I would, you know, encourage people just to put out uh, your, you know, your opinion maybe and just more importantly some of the facts that just don't add up to normalcy. So without any further ado, let's get started. Um, it's the end of April now and, uh, you know, Eric Holder's still in prison. Uh, there's no real new developments uh, other than a bunch of rumors and... Um, you know, some technical. So let's go over the technical since the last video. So first, we have uh, allegedly uh, a tape of the driver, uh, Eric Holder, and the girl pulling up in beside, uh, on the, excuse me, on the backside of the, of the strip mall. Uh, Eric being seen allegedly getting out the car, allegedly running up the alley, uh, you know, having that conversation with Nip, whatever, leaving, pulling off. Uh, allegedly, the car comes back. This time, he gets out. The driver goes, uh, excuse me, the passenger, which is the girl, goes to the driver's seat, ready to peel off. I guess when he comes back, he do he goes, does what he does, and then comes back, and the girl peels off fast. I have not seen this video. I have not seen it released to the public, but allegedly, this video exists. Second thing is, uh, me myself actually looking on Google Maps and some other things found that there's actually two cameras uh, right at the last building that record the alley. One is facing towards the place, towards the direction where Eric Holder would have been walking from, and one is facing towards would have been his back when he hit that corner. Another thing that was found, it was a black uh, car parked in that alleyway, almost like the black, and, and, and the lights were on, similar to that lady who was in the car, the Audi. So the lights were on, uh, the brake lights went off a couple times. So that indicates, we don't know, but that indicates that probably somebody was in the car and we could 
make the presumption, right, that why would somebody, it's an odd place to park in the alley. Now, um, I do see cars there, but, uh, you know, probably would just park in the lot, double park like the lady with the Audi did, right? Just kind of sit there and wait for a space to open up. But there was a person parked there. Uh, was that just a coincidence? Maybe. Or maybe they were there to make sure no car could trail Eric Holder. Uh, he, uh, what else did we find? Kerry, Kerry Lathan, the guy that was uh, shot next to Nip, was arrested and then released from jail uh, after some, you know, outcries or whatever. And his story goes that, you know, he was, uh, he wasn't just coming home to meet Nipsey. He'd been home seven months. He was allegedly going to give some clothes to somebody, uh, console somebody who died. No, excuse me. He was going to console somebody who died and uh, family, somebody who died. And he saw Nip and he pulled up on him and he said he had a shirt for him, whatever, went inside to get the shirt. They said, go ask Nip. He goes outside and according to him, quote unquote, everything went haywire. That's when everything went wild. It's a, you know, kind of another, you know, shaky story. You know, the guy is, you know, uh, just coming home for 25 years from murder. So he's a street dude, you know, one way or another. Uh, not talking much makes sense. Not speaking of who things were who makes sense. So that's something that. Uh, you know, we know that the street code includes, so we can't always jump to conclusions when it seems like some of these people who are close are lying, uh, because it could be two reasons. It could be because they are lying because they have something to do with it, or there's something genuinely suspicious, or they also could just be lying because they're street people, and they their code is just not to speak on this, even if they know exactly who killed them, exactly who did what, they handle it themselves, or they let the streets handle it. So that's Kerry Lake, the story he's currently free uh obviously there's been a lot of stuff online about our boy cowboy which i didn't really speak on much in the first video because like i said i said he just had a story sounded a little funny but like i said everybody reacts different a lot of people talking about emotions and different things i've lost so many people in my life i don't really cry all the time like i lost my best friend both my parents numerous people so you might see me being a strong person when somebody close to me died and it was it's old have emotions it's like yeah i got emotions um but you know, everybody expresses them differently. So wasn't too much on Cowboy, but there's still obviously some some concerns, right? Uh, when it comes to what's being released to the public. There's been a lot of talk of psych ops and things like that. And that is valid. And the reason why I say that is valid because the, the, the core point of psych ops, I'm not saying that this whole event is a psych op, but how they present these, these things are definitely in that manner. Because the, the key part of it is dissemination of small and, 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 and selective amounts of information. And that's what we talked about on the first video. It's like, if, if this happens and, and, and they say, all right, Nipsey's been shot, we don't have nothing, nobody knows nothing, whatever, they go, we're gonna investigate it. Then it's fine, because you didn't plant all of these ideas in our head, right? But within 48 hours, there was an alleged grainy video, right? I mean, there was this video, this grainy video, right? There's this story of the snitch, there's this story of the conversation, there's this story of it's just a jealous gangbanger. There's, there's so much that came out and then it just stops, right? Because it gives you all of these things, a lot of things that don't really make sense. You know, you see in that first week, we saw like Chris Darden come out and, and protect this guy as a lawyer. Nobody ever talked. No, we never found out who paid him, why he's involved with this. Uh, how did we talked about last time? How did this guy get caught at the um, at the uh, psych ward? Who called? How did they know it was him? Why would he even go to the psych ward? You know, if this guy's a snitch, he probably doesn't want to go to jail. If he's a snitch, he doesn't want to go to jail. Why would he shoot Nipsey in front of the store in broad daylight under cameras eh, and then run off? Because it was obviously planned if the girl was there to drive off. So why would he shoot Nipsey, um, you know, 
where he knows he's going to be caught and with really no plan to um to you know to get away because a guy like this obviously doesn't want to go to jail he wouldn't be trying to create an insanity plea if this was we're assuming that this is just only him and that's how it happened so we're going to talk a lot about that in today's video but moving on to some more of the new information uh obviously people have dissected that video to absolute smithereens me being one of them and found numerous things right so the inconsistencies i'm going to just run through all of them and the, the things that people have brought up i'm just going to run through all of them real quick so we have the white car that the guy seemingly a white guy that gets out soon as eric holder hits the corner he kind of gets out walks over to the glass window and kind of bends down does something eric holder kind of goes by him and another guy walking with a white shirt coming towards Eric Holder. And it seems like they whisper something, pass something off, whatever. And if you really look at that guy after he passes off whatever he does to Eric Holder, it kind of looks like he's a white guy and it looks like he's almost, uh, uh, you know, holstering, not holstering, but grabbing a weapon from his holster as he runs towards, uh, moves towards the Marathon store. The guy in the white is walking towards Eric Holder. When he sees Eric Holder, he kind of puts his hands up. I don't know if he puts his hands up for him to grab a gun from him. I don't know what that's about, but these are the two events that happen as Eric Holder passes them. He kind of, this guy bends down and gets out the car, and then the guy in the white comes, and he kind of throws his hands up. Eric Holder goes and shoots. Uh, that white car that that guy got out of was gone by the time the scene was there, and the Audi that was there was actually parked around where the other police cars were by the time the scene was taped off. So these are some some strange things. Who was that guy that got out the car and seemingly bumped into or, or said something or passed something off to Eric Holder? Um, you also see Cowboy. It looks like Cowboy comes right out. He has the wife beat on, uh, the undershirt. Comes right out after he's being, after the guy, Eric Holder, runs off. Um, you know, he didn't have no heat on him, allegedly, so he couldn't uh, come out and, 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 and fire no shots or... Uh, do whatever but he comes right out he's kind of standing over him and then everything happens from there we have the news reports after this i was a lady looks like a crisis actor i can't lie she looks very like she's fake but we have to remember too the news also uh, preps people and tells them just to say things and lie so a lot of times it's not that serious but sometimes it is so she is quoted as saying i can't fake it uh after she kind of gave this real fake kind of impassioned i know nipsey type of thing all forever um we have uh obviously people pointed out the fake uh cpr that was being done on uh nipsey it looked fake but you know maybe he was dead maybe they were faking it just to make for the people who knows but it did look fake it did not it looked contrived the ems people the fire department they all would you know it looked a little stage it did look a little stage but that was another thing people pointed out they noticed that both of the fire truck and ambulance had 66 on them you know just saying right <laughs> Um, and then you have some more stuff. There was obviously a girl inside the store. She looked a little troubled and worried. Like she had that feeling that, uh, excuse me, that look that it looked like she felt bad or that something wasn't right that was done here, but she could have just been looking like that because Nipsey was shot. Uh, we have a guy that took a picture. The last picture that Nipsey also took with that little girl, her mother, people have found the mother and, and, and the guy that took the picture with him, uh, excuse me. Yeah. The guy that took the picture with Nipsey. Uh, right before he took it with the kid, you see his shoes in both of them, and then you can find pictures of those two people online. So basically, that dark-skinned guy in the shorts and those colorful sneakers 
has some sort of relations with the, the, the mother of that child, which is the last child that Nipsey took the picture with. Uh, there's rumors of, of Nipsey being held there. Like this was like people were, were holding on. Um, like he was kept saying, I have to go or this and that. And every time he did that, people would come up and ask more pictures, ask for more pictures and different things. And just Nipsey being a guy that he was obviously would not tell people no for that kind of stuff. He's neighborhood Nip. And allegedly, I'm just putting out everything, uh, allegedly people were holding him up. Uh, that would coincide with this guy that has us, has him taking pictures. Also, when you see the CPR being done on Nipsey, a couple of those camera angles, who's taking those uh, videos, who knows? But you see the same guy in those sneakers. You see it in the, the shadow of the Escalade right there. He's standing right there almost over Nick's body, uh, Nip's body. So he was there before, and he was around when the paramedics were there. Uh, people pointed out nobody sees Black Sam in any of these videos. Allegedly, remember Black Sam uh, arrived there, and, um, you know, so, uh, Nips was talking to him in last words. A lot of people pointed out most people don't talk <laughs> from a headshot. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it could have grazed. It could have did. We don't know what kind of headshot. That might not have been a shot that killed him. So, you know, you have those things. You have, um, it's just so much stuff. You have, you know, obviously cars moving, uh, you know, suspect scenes. People pointed out the lack of blood at the crime scene, shell casing. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff, but that's, and then the cameras, no, uh, no other cameras have been released and going back into the psych op stuff. This is part of it. Like, you know, you ask these questions and you kind of want it only because you've been given something. It's like somebody telling you, you know, I have a secret to tell you, you know, uh, forget it. It's like, whoa, why did you build this interest and anticipation and curiosity in me just to let me down? And it's almost to confuse me. Now you're kind of preoccupied thinking of like what is going on and that's kind of how i feel about this nipsey thing where it's like like i said all of this information was like very suspect and it was none of it turned out to be true the girl information was true eric holder that wasn't really true the guy coming wasn't true so there was a lot of uh, uh carrie nathan coming to see him because he was coming home that wasn't true so you put out all this misinformation and then the logical questions i, I did say this in the last video the logical questions that people have that anybody would have that just looked at the case are just never answered and this is what makes people i think is what fuels the conspiracy theories because uh you say what's up with the videos like why is there no official thing of what's happening with the videos because everybody knows it's 2019 like people everything is in 4k almost you know and even if it's not in 4k it's still like so clear like so to have one grainy video that people had to highlight and reverse to see all these different things is interesting uh, from what I looked, when I looked at the video highlighted in reverse, it looked like Eric Holder hits the corner. That lady in the car, to me, seems like an undercover or part of the plot because they're in eye-line sight. He was not in eye-line sight of that car because that the car with the white guy got out of the white car because that car was facing out. So I don't think he would have been able to see him hit the corner. Uh, it looks like he looks over. He's hit, actually, Eric Holder is looking over towards the right for a second and then turns his head at the same time the guy gets out of the car. Almost as if he gave her the signal, she gave him the signal. He gets out the car, passes him the gun, goes, shoots Nipsey. When he's done, if you notice, he, if you reverse the video, you'll watch him take the gun from his right hand to his left hand and dump it in that car. It's ill. And that's what I, I played it over 50 times. That's what I saw, but I'm not saying it's there. I want people to go look at it yourself. Do you see him taking the gun from the right hand to the left hand and putting it in that white car before he runs off? And it would make sense if this was a setup. Uh, and even if it's not government all that, but whoever set him up, right, would be with, with, with Shitty Cuz and Eric Holder. And uh, 
it seems pretty much that he's part of it and it's just very suspicious that he wouldn't be there the guy that got out the car and made contact with him wouldn't be there when the police got there you know and i also want to know how fast the police got there because for those cars to be gone so fast uh i don't know exactly how it is in la but there was just a shooting like i said here in new york there's something in new york called shot uh i think it's called shot stopper what it is they just have a bunch of uh signals uh, and and, and uh, I think it's like uh, satellites and different things that they have that pick up the sounds of gunfire. So they have these things placed around the city strategically. So basically, when a gunshot goes off, like they get an immediate uh, uh, APB. So that's how the, in, the closest cops to it can respond. So basically what I'm saying is, here in New York, you got two to five minutes. Two to five minutes after shooting, some cop is pulling up. And maybe within a minute and change. If they're right around the corner or two, three blocks away. So you don't have like 10, 15 minutes to kind of wait till that settles. Because the guy that got out the car, he would have to wait till it's settled and then came out, looked at Nip. He probably would have looked at Nip, right? Or you would have just pulled off, maybe. But, you know, maybe because the threat is gone. But you might not have, you know, still uh, felt safe. So you left. But it's just odd that that's the direction. You're the guy that made contact with, with Eric Holder, and then that's the direction he ran and then put something in your car, and then he's gone. And then there's a car strategically placed there uh, uh, in the, like, triangular form so, so he can see that person and that person can see you. And then in the alleyway, which he's running, there's no video being released from that, um, which would show all of these things. Because all this video, like I said, you don't have to show people video, and it, there's a lot of logical reasons. This is a police investigation. They could know everything and... The misinformation could be 100% on purpose. But, like, if you listen to the first video when we talk about the LAPD and the relationship, you could really listen to Nip's life, whether he's telling you about um, being kicked out of his place, being raided, his studio, shootouts with the police from Young. Uh, in, his la- in one of his last songs, uh, he says, uh, LAPD on my, I'm a squeeze and bust. So, you know, Nip and, and, and the police, he was working with them, obviously, to try to make things better, but like I said in the first video, the police don't like uh, these type of people, and in my opinion, they want gang violence, they just don't want it spilling over into their neighborhoods. So, like I said, the psychop part, you've heard a lot about, uh, because it's just all this information and then all these inconsistencies. You know, people like, is Nipsey really dead? This and that. You don't have the family, right? The family's not really crying and bawling, right? The mother's smiling and talking about spirituality and Nipsey's okay. It just seems odd, right? The whole thing is like, what the fuck? Like, where's the rage, right? Why why do people have more rage than the family, right? Uh, the only one who seemed to be somewhat enraged was Black Sam. Uh, but that could all be whatever, right? So we don't want to make any speculation. And we always have to be careful when we start going in theories because basically, in my opinion, once you start dealing with a theory, it just it leads to speculation. So let's try to keep that clear. So these are all the things that happened in the last three weeks since we shot the first um, the first video. We have a bunch of things found from just, you know, the internet, the police, the people investigating, people involved. And there's a few more things to it, you know, uh, but... I think what I just gave you guys is enough. So now, what I want to talk about in this second video, and the reason why I decided to shoot this today, uh, is not because th- these events have been coming out, you know, every few days, and I haven't reported or even talked about any of them. But why I felt it was important because I want to talk more about Eric Holder, shitty cuz, and motive and logistics. So if we talk about, if we accept rather the story, right? Let's let's just accept the story that shitty cuz 
did pull up, whatever, they had an argument, whatever, it was whatever. He left, he was determined to shoot this guy. He went and got his gun, came back, I'm gonna shoot Nipsey Hussle right in front of his store. So I wanna stop right there because this is the part that even I cannot accept. Um, if that's what happened, I have to accept it, but it just does not add up when you compare this to this guy's alleged background. So this guy allegedly is a snitch, but he's also allegedly a hitter who's grew up in the hardest part. He's a hitter who don't go back and forth. He lets it go. So I'm assuming that Nipsey knows both of those things. You know that this is a dude that is a snitch. He works with police. He's told on people. He's that tell me he's not trying. He's a hitter, but he's not trying to go to jail. Right? Why are you snitching on people? The gangsters, I know, I know people shot and I did my 21 years. I did my 10 years. I did my 30 years. I'm not saying they wanted to, but they would never snitch. So if you snitch, that means you really are not trying to go to jail. You're doing the crimes, but you're not trying to go to jail. So Nip would have known, right, that he's a snitch, and allegedly he did know that he's a snitch. But he also would have known that this dude is a hitter. That this dude does not deal with the back and forth. Now, if the conversation was so friendly, as they say, and it left, I don't see if Nip just questioned him, checked him a little G-check, and it was just a little G-check where he wasn't, he didn't storm off in anger. Is this guy so composed to be that angry that I'm gonna come back and clap him but not show Nip any of that energy? And Nip being as smart as that brother was, not being able to read that shit that I have to get out of here, not like I should get out of here, but like, no, I have to get out of here, so let me, you know, like if that was me, and I know it's a hitter, and he's talking crazy or something didn't feel right. Man, that energy always hits you, man. I'd have been like, I got to go inside the store, go to the bathroom. I'd have got out of here, made this few show. My daughter's calling me. Nobody, could, they probably distracted him if that, if that happened, but they couldn't grab him, right? Nobody's going to just grab him and physically hold him there. They probably just stalled him. So it makes you think about those people who were with him, right? Were they stalling Nip? And were other people, like that guy that dealt with the girl and the baby, were they stalling Nip? Right? Who knows? But it doesn't make sense that he would just stay there with with an angry hitter coming back and just be there while the guy comes back. And then when the guy came back, he just saw the gun right and then reached out, whatever. So that doesn't really make sense. Second, if this guy pulls off, right? So now when he has the first conversation with Nip, if he's really angry about being called a snitch, like, yo, I'm going to kill this dude. Mind you, he's a snitch. So he's a guy that's somewhat strategic. Let's be real. Snitches are. We don't like them, but they are usually strategic. These guys will wear a wire for six, seven weeks and take down a whole crew. These guys will tell on everybody after they did crimes. And sometimes these are some of the worst people. Look at Sammy Gravano the, the, uh, with, with Gotti. Killed 30, 40 people on record. Who knows? Probably killed 100. And they let him go to get Gotti because they couldn't get Gotti. You see what I'm saying? But ultimately, he is known as a rat. Look at Alpo. A rat ratting on 10, 20 people. But he's a straight murderer too so like we like my man said all snitches ain't bitches and we got to remember that but reputation procedure so not from la i'm from new york and that's why you know i don't speak like i know any of this but i do know common sense and i do know consistencies amongst personalities because i don't care if you're in la you're in iraq <laughs> you're in russia <laughs> you're in south africa they are human psychological and sociological patterns that are consistent <laughs> amongst anywhere. You take a child and don't give them food for a couple of days, you'll see similar reactions <laughs> all around the world. So with that being said, let's go back to Eric Holder. So now he pulls off. 
let's 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 go into the mind of a man who's just been called a snitch, feels violated enough that I'm gonna come back and kill this motherfucker Nip Hustle. Now, he has to know that Nip Hustle is who he is. Every if I'm on the East Coast, the whole world, you know, anybody who followed this stuff, you knew that Nip was respected. You knew that he was gang, but you knew he was respected. He was always on the elevation. That's what he talked about for 13 years that I watched the man. It just it was a consistent message with Nip. So you also knew that Nip was loved, and he's doing a lot more for the neighborhood than you are. So you would know, in my opinion, that if you kill him, this is pretty much either your death sentence, your family's death sentence. Um, you know, he said he had brothers, cousins, different people, allegedly people who has been shot and killed, different things. So it's just like to have family and to know you killing a, a, a rolling 60, you know, OG, a respected one, one who's connected to the bag, right? To me, you may say I'm going to do this, but I don't think a snitch or a person who would end up going to a psych ward, which indicates that I don't want to go to jail for this, right? Same way snitching indicates, would just have all of that time to go get his gun, right? Even if he just went around the corner. Still be mad enough to get the gun, make the plan, come back and do that in front of Nip store in broad daylight when you know that there's cameras. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know cameras are everywhere, but I'm assuming... If he's a rolling 60, he knows about that mall, that strip mall they used to hang over there. That snip store, you know it's a local spot where you could slide through. You know, it's been there. They've been doing that since the Slauson Tees. Uh, Nip Hustle used to sell uh, tees. Him and his brother had a spot right on the corner called Slauson Tees. So that spot, is, it's, it's not like a spot he wouldn't have been aware of. You understand what I'm saying? It, would, it wouldn't be a spot that he wouldn't be aware of to know, hey, this is going to be on camera. And then, would he really go do this in broad daylight with the two cameras coming up that alley, no mask, no nothing, so he's caught on film, right? The, the car parked right there. Like, even if I was about to go up the alley, I'm looking like, damn, I can't slide right now because the car's right there, the lights is on. Like, they're going to see me walk up. Even if I don't got it out, they're going to be a witness to say, hey, some guy saw how he looked. So, these things don't really make sense to add up to what the profile of Eric Holder is. Because the profile of Eric Holder is a snitch and a killer. So the killing part, killing in broad daylight, even killing them, I can see that. But not in this manner to just be caught so fast and to be known so fast. Because the way he did it was almost if like he was disrespected at the time, he'd have backed out and just that. But he left, came back, and then shot him. So for me, I, I cannot accept that he would be, not say this stupid, but it doesn't match the personality. It doesn't, the act is like, basically, you know, he would know, he would have known in his mind, I'm pretty much going to be hunted after this. It's going to be on after I clap Nipsey Hussle. Even if you just shoot him in the leg, you know that it's going to be on. And why he would do it in that manner, eh, to me, a guy like this, you would have, if you really want to kill Nip, right? If it was that serious, right? Eh, I see this guy trying to catch him lacking. Now you would know, and here's the main point of what we're gonna talk about today and what we're talking about, is all right, now when you decided to kill Nip, I'm sure you're not trying to do two things. Go to jail, we just addressed a few of those issues that kind of debunk, like, you know, like he's not, it's like the way he did it was like, I wanna go to jail, then his actions after were like, I don't wanna go to jail. So that doesn't really make sense. But also, um, and, and doing it in broad day, with all, that, that doesn't make sense. So, not only does that not make sense, the snitching and 
uh, if you a snitch and you all this, why would you not? If you don't want to go to jail, why would you not just catch him lacking? And why would you not be concerned about when you can actually kill him without getting killed? Because I'm sure the guy doesn't want to get killed, right? He just wants to kill Nipsey. So not knowing, even if you was there, ah, you didn't see the bodyguard, you didn't see that. Maybe he knows that there's no guns inside the spot. I don't know. But to me, I would not, even if I was from the from the gang, to me, I know that they say they got felons there, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never think that Nipsey Hussle, Cowboy, whoever's running the store, like there's no heat on deck. Like I would just not think that there's no guns on the premises. That there are no guns on the premise. I would think that there's some gun on the premise. Somebody could shoot at me. Somebody could shoot back at me. The way he kept coming back was like he just knew nobody was going to come out the store. Nobody's lookout. So it's almost as if he knew that he could do this mission. As if everybody, that there were more people at least informing him and helping him out with the situation. So to me, in my opinion, if he wanted to do something like this, he would have tried something more on the lines of hit Nip's phone, right? Yo, geez. Yo, I ain't no snitch. I went down to the courthouse, got my paperwork. Yo, about to slide through. Meet me on such and such, such and such. When can you meet up? I'm gonna give you this paperwork, Nip. I ain't no fucking snitch. You know, try to catch him lacking like that. Like, yo, meet me straight up. And hopefully, maybe Nipsey, Cyber Brother, and that's a gang, you know what I mean, gang, gang. Just pull up on him. Nipsey just pull up on him and then, you know, catch him lacking. Maybe even at night or somewhere in the alley or, you know, like just catch him alone. Like, yo, meet up in some nondescript place. Like, yo, meet me in the Burger King parking lot. Come with another car and then shoot him like that. Like, because the reason why I say this or something along those lines is because, like I said, the guy's a snitch. So let's look at his actions after the alleged crime. So he shoots Nipsey Hussle. And, you know, the girl gets caught, whatever, uh, but, or turns herself in, whatever, but they know it's Eric Holder. They were looking for him right away. How did they know it was him, whatever? But they're looking for Eric Holder, right? So they're looking for Eric Holder. He checks into a, a mental facility. Like, I, I spoke about this in detail the first time, why that's just, it just doesn't match up with what a gang member would do. But specifically, it doesn't match what a, what a person, it doesn't match his act. The act was, I want to go to jail, and going to the um, psych ward says I don't want to go to jail because to me why would you what did you think you were going to do in a psych ward you hiding in a psych ward that doesn't make sense <laughs> you're hiding under a psych ward like and everybody's looking for you like that doesn't make sense it's almost like the only reason you would go there is to help try to structure an insanity plea that's the only thing I could think of or I've been set up something like that but who knows what people do? I cannot say definitively, but it doesn't make sense. That move indicates a person that doesn't want to get in trouble or is trying to come up with an excuse for the thing that he did. But the action and the act to come back meticulously two or three times, whatever, argue, go get a burger, do all this stuff that they said he did to kill Nipsey Hussle, it doesn't really make sense because that's a meticulous uh, crime. Like, it's not a, 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 a moment of rage crime. Even if he was called a snitch and he's violated, it wasn't like, oh, shit, what, I'm a what, and pull out the gun, and, and nah. He left, did, went, got burgers, planned it. Like, this was his plan. It did this as if this was his plan, to kill Nipsey Hussle in front of his store in broad daylight in front of people. Man, cowboy right there, everybody right there. You basically committing suicide. 
Now, I don't know if there's any truth to the stuff with his family, brother committing suicide, other cousins getting killed, all that, threats everywhere. But I could imagine it's probably true. Whether it's true or not, if he unless he has no family there, he has family there. So why would you do this crime just because somebody called you a snitch? And you are a snitch. Um and put your whole family at risk, which people do all the time. But why would you? It just there doesn't seem to be anything to gain from a person like this. And it just, he just seems to be some sort of scapegoat. He see he's just a very powerless person in society. And you have to be careful when you see powerless people being accused of things that seem to would have needed a stronger set of backing, a stronger set of force. So, you know. It's so much going on, and we're going to come back. Like I said, this will probably be five parts as this story unfolds. You know, rest in peace to Nip. You know, this brother, I listened to him for years. Uh, and uh, like most people, you know, like this music, but I like the brother more. Like, what he was on, it was just the, the, the same type of stuff I feel I'm on. You know, I know a lot about finance and cryptocurrency and real estate and you know, uh, I just have I'm myself, like I'm a, a visionary kind of person. So I have this entrepreneurial spirit always trying to, you know, tell people to, you know, learn about business and ownership and don't lease that, don't finance that, buy it out, right? Get your credit up. So this whole world of just empowering yourself, the kind of Jay-Z blueprint, just play this game a little differently. Not so, you know, stupid and rebellious and, you know, uh, low, low frequency. So I've always respected Nip. And um, it's just very sad. And I think if anybody, if you watch Nip's videos or his interviews, you'll understand why there, there are a lot of conspiracy theories or why those things even came out from the beginning. Because um, this kind of person, he's a rare person. And there's many people that have the thought process, but like I said in the first video, he has basically four elements. He has the charisma where people are going to like him, drawn to him. He has the heart. To, to even stay and do it, right? He has the brain power to create it and the will. So he had all the components to do it. And he was doing it and he was doing it on a big level. And his thoughts were very big. So, you know, people could see people trying to stop a person like this, but that's neither here nor there. Dealing with the specifics of the case and everything, you know, I, I, I think I ran down most of the stuff that uh, has come out since, you know, obviously the cameras, still we have no new cameras released. Um, the only camera stuff that's been circulating are the videos shot by the people around the, the tape and uh, around the scene. And there's some stuff that doesn't look right and who knows. But um, just Eric Holder and who done it, <laughs> that part is just not sitting right. It doesn't make sense for him to do the crime in this manner. Like, what was he thinking? And I know people do stupid stuff all the time, but, you know, it usually adds up, even though it's just like, all right, it was just something real stupid. So uh, I think it's, what's today? Today's the 27th and um, actually the 28th. And uh, we'll probably be back uh, in a few weeks, God willing. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll know more. Hopefully... This mystery will be unsolved because it's not is I, I know this man. It's just not as clear. It's never as clear as they as, as it's presented. So, but how deep it is, you know, people don't know, you know. And I really wish it would be clarified because when it's not, you know, I think that's what you have. What uh, you have, what I've been seeing on YouTube, 
which is her video, Laura London did it, and she's Illuminati, and this, and the numerology, and all that stuff, and it's all, listen, I believe in numerology, I believe in that stuff, but like I said, it's too abstract, and it's not definitive enough to, to go out and make that claim against these people, you know, we can point out stuff, but to go and say, Laura London has something to do with the death, it's reaching. It's not reaching to say, hey, who who has something to benefit of this? Did he have business partners? Did he have a wife? Right? That's not uh, an unfair question. It's not unfair to investigate people. But to start talking about people ain't dead and it's a Illuminati and 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 uh, it's a hoax, it, it, it could well be. It could very well be a hoax. I mean, Nip, let me tell you something. Many people, I think, have thought of faking their death and starting new identities and, and you know, Nip could have done that but it's just too we gotta you gotta have something concrete i think before you put that energy into the world here at the truth hurts we're not trying to uh say we know anything whether we talk about any issue we're trying to just point out what makes sense because uh the 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 the, the message and mission we believe in is that the more thinking individuals you have the more this earth balances out um a lot of us are dull-minded and not too intricate and deep with our thoughts and our critical thinking and it causes us to either just be naive or accepting and not that you should just never believe anybody but things usually have to add up so um with that being said rest in peace nipsey hustle and uh see you guys in a few weeks everybody thanks for listening to the podcast uh we really appreciate it here i just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments suggestions feedback positive or negative anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcome here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and think forward that email address is tthblkpodcast at gmail.com once again tthblkpodcast at gmail.com once again that's t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com basically it's the truth hurts but lies kills uh podcast and it's just abbreviated so the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated uh put into six different letters followed by the word podcast as one long word right t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com Please get in contact. Don't hesitate. Anything you can think of, suggestions, other podcasts, anything that you feel is relevant, trust me, we will look at it, we will engage, and uh, we will push the agenda forward. Thanks a lot, guys.